Hey. Whoa. Hey, how's it going? It's going okay. So, whoa, did I sound way louder? Yeah, than yeah, yeah, way louder. Shit. Okay, so I accidentally swiped something on the, uh, on the, uh, whatever the fuck it's called, the USB, uh, okay. box thing, the mixer. It's, it's gotta be the and when I was, volume. Okay. I couldn't figure out which one of them it was. Hold on. Start turning this stuff down. <laughs> okay. Um, wait, say something else. Yeah, it, it's a little bit more normal looking now on the recording at least all right as long as it looks normal enough let's just go for it all right you're you're recording right i am all right very good that's that's how i was able to tell you what it looks like in the recording just making sure because we're unplugging things and you know that that's happened last uh before oh yeah yeah good point right smart ass Welcome to Jurassic Have Black Tones <laughs> Comics. Nice. Wait, what? Okay, I was just I was testing said, it, but yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> just we're so trained. Okay, hold on, hold on. Uh, I, was, I wasn't ready. Uh, I'll play it one more time. You All right, you ready to get this train on the tracks? Fuck yeah! All aboard. <laughs> Welcome to Giraffes Have Black Tongues Comics. I'm your host, Dave. And I'm Donnie. This week, we are back again to talk about Invincible Volumes... Shit. 11, 11 12, 12, 13. 13. Okay. I'm enjoying these still. It hasn't gotten too old. said last week that you were kind of getting to a point where... We, or last time. Yeah. You were kind of getting to a point where you thought it was sort of lull. Is it still doing that for you, or do you enjoy it more? Well, okay, so they had a lot more filler things going on in in, a, in bits of these. A lot of a lot of crossovers with other things, like like when they got to the Wolfman crossover. I'm just like, I'm like, oh fuck, I don't want to read about Wolfman and Invincible going on an adventure. But thankfully, they only gave you the first part, and then it's like, oh, read the second part in in Wolfman. It's like, I, I don't think I will. It did seem a little bit weird that we got his entire like backstory in Invincible as opposed to like in his own series. Yeah, it's like, a little no, odd. No one knows who Wolfman is. Like, I don't, I don't care about Wolfman. Do you know who Wolfman is? Yeah, we saw him once before in this. I mean, other than that, nope. Yeah, so get this, get this Ooh. Wolfman out of here. Diehard Image fans know him though. Yeah, it's not their fault that you and I. Don't support the brand. Diehard image fans will will recognize Spawn in one panel. I, I immediately noted that. That was my first note. You, they put Spawn on the cover of that issue, and I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, Spawn's going to do some shit. And he was in one panel, just like strangling. There's a, many Invincibles from different timelines. So it even has the note, like, be prepared for like all your favorites from other books too, or something like that. Yeah. Something similar <laughs> along the lines. I'm like, fuck yeah. And then I see Spawn. I'm like, oh, this could be amazing. Yeah. And he's just in there getting punched for one page or one panel, and that's it. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. It was, I, I feel like I, they lied to me. It's like they, you're showing me well, Spawn. No, you got, I'm getting you excited. You got Wolfman story out of that. <sighs> they didn't lie. They delivered. Wolfman. Just because you're an asshole who hates the Wolfman series, that's on you. I don't it's know. Not images, fault. I just wanted they to see. In, I wanted to see Invincible 
interact more with Spawn. And he's like, hey, Spawn, that's a real baggy cape. You should, uh, you should talk to my buddy William. He would love your baggy cape. Because <laughs> like he can hook you up with a less cape-filled uh, costume. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to see that. I wanted to. Uh, I wanted because like that bad guy in Spawn called him gay. So I want Invincible to call him gay as he's one to do. That'd be awesome. It was disappointing that he just took one punch from one of the alternate dimension. Yeah, Invincible, and then like it looked like he was getting handled. Fuck that. Yeah, Since seriously. Drag him to hell, kind of Darkwing dimension hopping style. That's what I want to see. And he just got none of that. Like they really, really got blue balls with the spawn thing. And they're like, oh, if you like spawn, you'll love Wolfman. Here's a wolf whole fucking story about Wolfman. If it was if like a like story spawn, about check spawn, out Wolfman volume 38, where yeah. we continue the story. <laughs> if, if, if it was spawn and they're like, oh, go read the rest of the story in spawn. I would have, I would have went and read that story. But no, they fucked, they've really fucked it up here. If you enjoyed Spawn, check out Spawn from Image Comics. Yeah. Volumes 1 through 10,000 or whatever we're on. If you enjoyed that one panel of Spawn. <laughs> if you thought that guy looked cool, just wait. Yeah. That would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. cross-promoted him that way. Yeah. So that that's kind of the lull parts of this. But uh, other than the stupid shoehorned-in crossovers and lies about crossovers... Then, uh, other than that, Delivered I really enjoyed promises this. about crossovers. You mean, yeah, right. That's what it was. They came through in a big way, yeah, huge way. Wolfman, Wolfman. Savage Dragon was in this thing for like 12 panels almost. Which one is Savage Dragon? He's the like green mohawkish looking thing when he wears like a, a suit and tie or a dress shirt and tie. He's a giant green guy with like his gills oh. that look like a mohawk. Yeah, okay, yeah, I remember that guy. Cool. Awesome crossovers. Really building a universe here, the Image Comic universe. So we're jumping way ahead by talking about that right now. Yeah, but we I are. also had a note about it because it looks like there, I, I don't know who else it could be. It's absolutely Psylocke from the X-Men is in one of those panels. Like it's, it's a purple haired woman wearing like a, not the, traditional like Psylocke costume but like the offshoot x-factor like costume where it's like the gray and like black one and she's got a purple like psionic knife thing in her hand it, I, I don't know who the fuck else you could like try to claim that to be it's absolutely Psylocke and then i don't know if maybe there's some kind of deal where like it's like hey we'll, we'll show one picture of one marvel character because later on in it like two pages later there's a single shot of what i think is firestorm from uh the teen titans Oh, so that was that was cool. There's your crossover promise delivered on. I mean, we did have Spider-Man appear before in this. Yeah, but that was because there was an actual like crossover story involving the two of them. Yeah. So I, I don't know about anything they've done with like the X-Men or uh, Teen Titans. That was super weird, but awesome. Yeah, the adventures of Invincible, Psylocke, and Firestar. Yeah, that, read that that's comic? the dream team right there. Yeah, it is. That's what we've that's all wanted. We all want. Yeah. Lots of crossovers. Very fun. We all loved it. I sure do. Yeah. But yeah, that was volume 12. But going back to volume 11, we got those time scooter guys back. And I like that Invincible got to ride on the time scooter this time. They never once shared their names. No. (laughs) Unfortunately. Um, They're like the, they kind of remind me of um, ambiguously gay duo. 
Like I, I, I just think of those guys when I see those guys like on, in the time scooter pose, like kind of, you know, squatted at the knees, holding each other's hips to hang on. I mean, you don't want to fall off at, at time traveling speeds. You got to yeah. hang on tight to your body. Mark's like, oh, you're just going to hold on to his hips. Gay. Because that's his catchphrase. <laughs> it's Mark's catchphrase now. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> just calls everything gay. Like the long, drawn-out gay, too. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite kind. But in the future, I like how they have Immortal as the king of Earth, but he's like crazy and has Alzheimer's or something. That version of him is so awesome. Like, he's desperately begging to just get put down, so he goes crazy yeah. and attacks his own people, praying that they'll, like, ride against him. It's amazing. <laughs> that is cool. That's the way I'd want to go. Like, you're, you're so invincible and so beyond powerful that you have to beg people and force their hand to, like, attempt to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. That's badass. That's the yeah. ultimate display of power right there. Of course, though, why would he, like, retaliate? Like, maybe it's like a second nature thing where he can't help himself, and that's the whole reason he keeps fighting him off. Like, if you're, if you're begging to be killed... Well, no, never mind, because he did say they keep putting him, like, too close to each other. They're not separating his parts, so he just keeps oh, yeah. healing up that way, I guess. He wants, the, uh, he wants a warrior's death, right? Isn't that what they do? Oh, yeah, go out like a Viking, carry your axe into Valhalla and shit. Yeah, yeah, right. That's the way I want to go out. Yeah. Um, so I like that. Invincible ends up ripping his head off and then saying, like, oh, yeah, take his head really far away to the time scooter guys. So that was fun. They looked; those guys looked a lot younger and smaller in this than the last time we saw them. Well, there, there, there was a few design changes in this uh, collection of volumes that we read today, which I'm sure we'll talk about more later. But yeah, I think that's just one of them. I didn't notice a single aesthetic change to anything. Oh, really? So oh. I, I, I didn't notice a, a single thing. Well, Eve noticed noted her own um, well, thing. Yeah, yeah, but it's a design change. That's different. I have a whole review that's talking just about that about, about Adam Eve's, Eve's new boobs. Yeah, about how she made her tits bigger <laughs> in her in her Phoenix Rising thing that she did. So that was cool. cool. Yeah. Um, what else happened in this issue? We went back to Alan and, and Nolan in the prison, and they had Battle Beast there again. I like that Battle Beast is coming back. So I want more than anything for there to be a spinoff series where it's basically SVU. Where, yeah. Where it's like the Law and Order umbrella, where like they'll constantly always have like the, uh, the Jesse Martin and like the old white guy who was his partner, where they would come in and like hang out with Munch because they used to know him. And, and they helped cube. them out on cases. And then sometimes you never tea. really got the... Well, Ice-T was a part of SVU's cast. But like yeah. sometimes as Ice-T would have to team up with like Chris Maloney, uh-huh. Stabler, and they'd go and do cool shit together. Like I wanted it to be something like that, but it's just Battle Beast, Alan, and uh, Nolan. That'd be fucking amazing. Throw Ice-T in there, and I'm in. Uh, yeah. And Battle Beast just like, oh, I'm, not, I'm only doing this because I, I'm choosing to do this. I'm not doing this because you asked me to do this. <laughs> yes. It's like, I'm not going to kill all these guys because you want me to. I'm just doing it because I want to. Because I want to. But I'll murder you as soon as, as, soon as it, it's convenient to me. Dude, Alan is looking so fucking jacked now. 
Yeah, he's got those cum gutters. He's huge. Yeah, they tried to execute him and then they couldn't because he was too strong. But which is weird because it's like more and more strength from their execution machine. Yeah, like he's just sitting there waiting. But yeah, it's like the Viltrumites are trying to do that to him and they're having no success. So it just seems like Alan could just kill all the Viltrumites to me. Alan could rule the galaxy if he fucking chose to. Uh, So like, why not just do that? that could stop him. Like, if the Viltrumites can't kill him, then why doesn't he just kill the Viltrumites? That doesn't make sense. He doesn't have the best of stamina. Well, wait, no, that's not true. That's disproved immediately when he fucks that girl for, like, that's true. a week straight. Yeah, he keeps banging his girlfriend. Yeah, with Nolan sitting on the couch listening in the entire time. Yeah, like some sort of fucking pervert. A creep that Nolan Listening is. through that pillow around his head. <laughs> to enhance his hearing ability to hear it even louder (laughs) that's how it works i think yeah i'm no pillow expert but i also wrote down here a double face punch head crush but i forget who did that it must have been alan mark did it the first time to one of the other marks and then later on he uh oliver did it to conquest oh that was like that was a move actually that was a different one you're talking about Alan and Nolan both punching the one Viltrumite together. That's it. Yeah. And the, just yeah, like between his head. I, I like that. I love how violent and gory it is. It's great. Yeah. That one was so graphically awesome. <laughs> and, and that thing you're talking about with Mark with like, and this is something that I'm afraid of in real life is like someone um, clapping their hands on my two ears, you know, like one hand on each ear and just like clap. And like, then well, your, the pressure in your head will explode your brain or whatever it happens. That is such an underrated like move in uh, fights that you see on yeah. like, movies and TVs. It needs to happen way more frequently. That and dick face punch. Dick face punch is an unstoppable move. Yeah, it can only be mastered by true gods. That's the form blazing sword of moves. It's the form blazing sword <laughs> of DC the God. All the <laughs> other stuff is bullshit, and just like you're just waiting until you dick face punch. Yep. Everything else is just filler. Yeah. Putting on a show for the adoring public. We gotta we gotta fill twenty-two minutes here. We gotta do some other shit before we just pull out the sword. Yeah. You don't want to send them home happy right away, you know? Right, yeah. You gotta leave them wanting more. But yeah, I am I am afraid of uh of that, of getting of someone clapping my ears together. Very, so, very scary. Since we're talking about like that move. So during the same fight with Conquest and uh, Mark, they're so I hate this is another thing I hate in all forms of media, like any fight between like two dudes where it's just like, oh, the bully is getting picked on. So he goes and finally faces like his bully and like he's getting pummeled to death. And then like this big like attempted like rallying and like you're supposed to be supportive of the guy getting his ass kicked. It's like this last ditch effort move where they always bite someone. They always mm. like bite like their neck or their ear or like their face. I as I hate that so fucking much. It's gross, first of all. Like fuck off. You're not a hero, you cowardly little bitch. That's the worst fucking fight move I've ever seen. I hate it so much when they have like the down on his look like fucking hero guy getting worked over and then like last ditch ever bites the motherfucker. I hate it. I like it. It's like it's like a callback to Walking Dead. That's a Walking Dead reference right there. Yeah, I liked it. It's cool. Bite the dude's dick no off. What if he bit his dick off? That'd be cool, but no, they always go for like lame spots. Like the jugular. Yeah. Like the jugular or the nose <laughs> or the fucking like yeah, true. hand. 
Yeah. Fuck that. Bite a dick or don't bite anything, you pussies. <laughs> Only Step bite your dicks. hero game. Yeah. Underdogs. <laughs> um, the other thing that happened in volume 11, though, is uh, Amber getting uh, beat up by Gary, her new boyfriend, which uh, which is pretty funny. He's like, oh, he didn't mean it, though. So it's not too bad. And her face is just like, she looks like Two-Face. Just Half like her face is like just <laughs> it looks like hamburger meat. Yeah, it's like it's like he, the dude like threw acid on half of her face and then punched her a couple of times. Uh, and then Amber's like, "Oh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna forgive Gary." And I and I think that that's just gonna lead to Gary's just gonna kill her at some point because he's gonna beat her up too hard. So I'm pretty I sure don't think we're ever. <laughs> I don't think we're ever gonna see uh, Amber or Gary again. No. Well, it did show him in one panel, like during the big fight with uh, Conquest. Yeah, but I wouldn't be shocked if Amber is never heard from again in this series. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think we need Amber around. Like she's, she's faded out. She sucks. She does. But yeah, like Mark threatens to kill the guy on a rooftop, and then he immediately calls her to apologize, and she's like, "Oh, he, he's changed. I'm giving him a second chance." <laughs> yeah, he's absolutely gonna kill her one of these days. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be epic. Yeah. I really don't care for Amber. I never really did. And like, I, and then in the show, I feel like they're going to just keep Amber around forever since they made all the changes to her of like, you know, like it's like, Oh, we, we can't just kill the black character now. Like I I have a feeling she's going to be a lot more of a main role and I'm not into it. Which is voiced by Zazzy Beats, who played Domino in the Deadpool movie. You gotta keep her. She's oh, Zazzy Beats. Or Atlanta, I mean. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's the star power right there. Yeah. Oh, and then the other um, domestic violence that happened was uh, with Powerplex. So it's like this guy stealing shit that <laughs> he just... My new favorite character. Yeah, Powerplex is a... Uh... There's a lot going on with him, but he's pretty cool though. It's like, he just takes all the energy from like punches that he takes and then, then sends it back out as electricity. He's, he's Sebastian Shaw, the superpower. I always wish I would get if I could pick one. That's yeah. the one I always pick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. It's the, it's unstoppable. Yeah. You can't beat it. Well, his, is, his is different than Sebastian. So his is it as amazing as Sebastian Shaw's. Yeah. Invincible's fighting him. And then, as he's fighting him, he releases the energy, but it was too much. And uh, then he just fries his wife and and kid, which I don't really understand why in the first place he had to actually have his wife and kid there. Because he's like, you're, you're jumping way ahead. So like his sister died in one of those buildings when uh, Mark fought Nolan. And yeah. he's dead set on getting revenge. And, like, for whatever reason, his wife is a thousand percent on board with this idea. Yeah. And, like, it's like there's one last thing I could do. He keeps, like, just going out and, like, causing ruckus in the streets, like, moving cars around with his powers and shit. And then, like, every other superhero member shows up to try to stop him. And eventually, he's like, there's only one more way we could try. And he ties up the wife and kid, and he makes a video that he sends to the news. He says to her... Like, the news has been showing this now for, like, 10 minutes. He should be here any time. So he was demanding that Invincible come or he would kill them, is what he said in the video. Well, okay, I get that part, but I don't get why you actually have to have your wife and kid there. Like, just take the video and then be like, all right, go home. 
Maybe Mark would just immediately leave if he saw that there was no one in peril. Like, you don't need to waste your time fighting a dude just because he calls you out. Yeah, but I mean, you know, he could. You're invincible. You have nothing to prove to some nobody. He might do it, though. So just try it. I mean, it's you just lie. I, I, how would Invincible know? Like, you don't actually have to have your wife and kid tied up there. You can just have them there, maybe, and then be like, okay, go out the back door when we start fighting or something. I don't know. I don't know why he has to sell it so hard. It's like, well, he's right there now. Invincible's there. So just do that. Anyway, it was pretty brutal and metal when he, um, you know, fried his wife and kid. That was cool. That was awesome. Yeah. And then, like, the only way that Mark is able to stop him in that fight is being like, hey, look what you've fucking done, you idiot. You just killed your wife and kid. Yeah. Stop being an asshole. So he finally goes to prison. And then later on, he breaks, or he doesn't break out, but he's out when all the superheroes are rebuilding the city after the conquest fight. And he waits until Invincible shows up and he starts attacking him again. And there's this guy. I originally thought it was Titan because they're both just rock monster yeah. guys. But it's not some other just random like rock slide looking rock man. And he just like pins him down to the ground until all of his energy is used up. And then they just immediately arrest him again. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of lame. It's like, just hold him down. And it's like, all right, I guess that's it. I don't get why Mark couldn't do that when they were fighting him. Yeah, just hold him down. Seems easy. Because... Wouldn't you be building up energy still still when you're yeah, like, struggling? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how the fuck that rock guy was able to do it and drain him like that. Well, I think it seems like the his power was like electricity based. So maybe like, you know, like in Pokemon, how uh, uh, electric attacks don't do shit against rock type Pokemon. No. So that, that could Anytime be. Anytime you reference Pokemon, my answer is no. I don't know how any of that works. Well, it's like when P- when Onyx Pikachu, awesome. know you know, you know Pikachu, right? Yeah. All right, perfect. So when Pikachu uses his electric lightning bolt on Onyx, it won't do anything because Onyx is made of rock. Well, no, it won't so do anything because Onyx is the superior Pokemon. And he's Onyx, yeah. That, that was too. a poor example. Give me a different <laughs> rock guy to use in this place. Golem. Cool. All right. Geo dude. That that I'll no, I'll follow. I'll buy All this. Right. All right. Well. It's a, just just a rock. So Pikachu will shock a rock, and it won't do anything because it's a rock. All right, anyway, moving yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> because Pikachu's not going to do shit to Onyx because he's motherfucking Onyx. Yeah, right. But also to rocks, too. He won't do shit to but rocks. more importantly, because he's Onyx. You're missing right. the point. Oh, okay, yeah. Onyx is the best. Same with any time, like, any of the other characters attack Onyx. They're going to do shit to him because he's Onyx. Yeah. He wins by default just by being named Onyx. Right. So, so that's the end of uh, Volume 11. Do you have anything else to mention about that? No. All right. So then in Volume 12, we kind of talked a lot about this and mentioned a lot of the things. That's where we had all these crossovers. Samantha is in the hospital recovering, or Adam Eve, I mean, is in the hospital recovering. She gets the shit destroyed, and she's left her almost dead because uh, Conquest, when he shows up, he kind of like knife blades, or he kind of like sticks his hand right through her uh, stomach and like pulls out the other side. So like halfway through this issue, she's just laying in like a special uh, ER type of room set up by Cecil. I like her mom and dad come to visit her 
And I love that they signed her cast on her broken foot. Yeah, that's I got cool. such a kick out of that for some reason. <laughs> wow. So thoughtful of them. Yeah. But before that, before Conquest comes in, there was a, an Invincible War. So like all those alternate dimension evil versions of Invincible came and just attacked all around the world because of Angstrom Levi brought them there. There's all these different versions of Invincible. Which one was your favorite one? Real one. The hero. I mean, other than him, obviously. I like the Mohawk Invincible. It's just like he's wearing the same costume, but with no mask, and he just has a Mohawk. I like that version. I like some of the actual costumes that were different color schemes and yeah. uh, had like a full-on mask. Those ones all look cool. There was one with like a cool, like a uh, Lucha Libre wrestler looking mask. Um, I liked that one. That one was funny. Yeah, I like the one who's wearing like an executioner hood. That was cool. Yeah, that one's cool. A lot of cool invincibles. But it's like a lot of um a lot of the heroes. So they had I don't know how many invincibles they brought with them total, but after the whole battle, they were like they're like fighting all these invincibles, like all the heroes of Earth were fighting them over the course of like three days or whatever. And they were able to kill all of the invincibles except for like eight. So yeah. I don't know what the big deal about Nolan is then. So when he was like they're like, oh, this is the biggest threat. But it's well, well you can just bolt. Yeah, I guess, but... He's got thousands of years of experience compared to Mark. Mark's been alive for 18 years, about. Is he that much stronger, though? Yeah. All right. I explain that every single time a Viltrumite fights Mark, that because he's a kid compared to them. Then Mark wins. He doesn't have the strength or the uh, durability or know how to use his powers as well. That's why he always gets manhandled by every other Viltrumite. I mean, he did beat Conquest, though. With a lot of help. Yeah, Conquest is cool too, which uh, he's another Viltrumite. He's very old. He's got like a big robot hand, um, which is cool. They animated that very oddly. Like the very first time they showed it, it looks like it's just the Infinity Gauntlet. That's what I thought too. And then it keeps changing from gold to silver throughout the fight. Did you notice that on a couple panels it was silver, other times it was gold? No, I didn't notice that. But um, I mean, maybe it just changes color. That'd be cool. It's like a movie for his arm. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on his blood loss level. (laughs) I did like that, though. It's like a diabetes pump. It lets him know when his blood loss is running dangerously low. Yeah. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So, But I I like Conquest, though. He was cool. Yeah, he's like an old, weathered, time-traveling man, kind of like Cable. That's what he reminded me of. Oh, yeah. He's like, I, I just enjoy murdering people. That's why they sent me here, just to murder. It's like, cool. So they're broadcasting this giant epic battle between him and then like Adam, Eve, and Oliver kind of attempt to get involved at some point during it. Mm-hmm. But they keep showing like all of uh, Mark's loved ones watching on TV and like they're all scared for his life. And they show William at the dorm with uh, the, the former robot kid. I think his name is Rick. Mm-hmm. But William's wearing a red t-shirt that just says Destructinator, and it has a character's head on it. It's kind of like a, a weird kind of like skull-looking head. It reminded me of a Frisky Dingo. Remember that thing from Adult I do. Swim forever ago? I do remember that. It looked a little bit like that. Yeah. That was cool. That was cool. Wait, did you say the, um, oh, the robot, uh, Rick was um, William's friend, right? 
That's William's roommate now. Okay. I thought you, I thought I was thinking, um, robot, that guy there. Cause his name is no, Rex no, no. now. The Rihanna man. Okay. His name is Rex after the conclusion of the next battle. No, it was this one. It was, oh, no, uh, it, was it was the, the invincible, invincible one. Right. So like, yeah, Rex has to light up his skeleton to kill one of the invincibles and kills himself in the process. And at the funeral the robots just like, and, uh, now my name is, uh, Rex now because, um, I'm going to take his name and honor him. Now, I, th- I think that's kind of a weird move. Wow, that's awesome. I don't know. It's weird. It's like, just, just now me? I'm Rex. When I go out, everyone should take my name and honor me. Everyone's name is Dave now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess that's that would be cool. Go. Yeah. Pass on your name. Right. When Conquest kills Eve, though, that, that makes Mark, um, you know, find the strength to kill Kong or almost kill well, Kong. No, no, it absolutely yeah, does not. not. Yeah. It pisses him off and upsets him so much that he thinks you think it's gonna be built up as like a oh, this is the big rally cry that he needed to find yeah. the strength to like overcome the like big villain. And he like keeps trying, but Conquest is just laughing him off and he's like, Yeah, you're finally able to punch me, but you're not doing shit. You suck still. It doesn't make you stronger or make you capable of killing me. That's not how the fuck this works. You're just mad. Fuck off. You're still a fly. And then it's, it's just Adam Eve's powers kick in. So I had this noted because check the archives. We, that time that we kind of read the uh, Invincible Presents Adam Eve and Rex Blood like backstories. Yeah. I forget which one you read. You only read the Rex one, right? I read the um, Adam Eve one. Oh, so you did see, because it references, it says check out Adam Eve. Invisible presents Adam Eve number two. It's when like her mother dies. That's the only other time that like the mental blockers in her were deactivated because of such a traumatic experience. Yeah, she was able to like manipulate people's organic tissue. Yeah, so like she didn't really do that though. She just kind of like let off like a solar flare type of like light from herself that just kind of burned the viltrumite half way through like his entire body like i didn't understand how she was like oh i can finally change his organic structure you didn't do any of that yeah she really should have just like turned his bones into chocolate or something you know oh that'd be delicious it would be yeah i don't get why she did that she was like busy rebuilding her own body and making her tits bigger though in that moment though so i think that was the problem yeah Cause, and, and so Mark is out of commission for a few days after this fight. He does like headbutt the shit out of Conquest, which is cool. He headbutts him so hard and so many times repeatedly that he caves into his skull just from fucking headbutts. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. brutal. That was cool. But I mean, Conquest still survived that, and he was just in the basement of the government facility. I, yeah, I don't understand. I thought that they the, detached his head from his body to be safe. Because it looked like it was just like sitting on a plaque on a shelf yeah. inside the basement of that, uh, the Pentagon base or wherever Cecil put him. But apparently his body's still right there attached because like eventually he like wakes up and he just flies off on his own completely fine. Completely naked too, which is pretty funny. Just like flying home with your dick out. That's awesome. If you're a villager, mate, you don't mind. Yeah, that's true. When your dick flap in the space winds. Right. So yeah, I mean, that's kind of a dick move, though, of Cecil keeping that dude alive. I do love that, like, when he gets the red alert about that happening, he's like, oh, shoot. Yeah. Like, he realizes how badly he fucked up. Yeah, that was pretty good. 
Oh, so so then Mark is in the hospital after this, and you know Eve is there when he wakes up, and that's Mark just notices immediately that her tits are bigger. He just like wakes up, opens his eyes first, and he's like, "Whoa, your tits are bigger." <laughs> he's, yeah, he's been unconscious for three days. He wakes up for two seconds. He yeah. says, "Hey," or something, and then he's like, "Wait, are your boobs bigger?" <laughs> She's like, "Yeah, I made my tits bigger when I when I rebuilt my body." Good job, Kirkman. I- I liked her in that fight, though, with Conquest. So he single-handedly, like, karate chops Mark in the leg, it looks like. Kind of just above the kneecap. I love how that just instantly shattered his tibia and just, like, snapped his leg in half. That was so brutal and awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. All right, you got anything else about Volume 12? I think that's all I had. Yeah, I like that Conquest's name is actually Conquest. Like, but the Viltrumites instead decided to name Nolan fucking Nolan. Like, yeah, he got fucked over on like cool names for Viltrumite warriors. Yeah, he time. did. They should just call him a word that's not like a noun, like invincible or conquest. Amazing. Yeah. So then, uh, volume 13, we're going back to Alan and uh, Nolan a lot. That's where we see Alan banging his girlfriend more and Nolan putting his head in the pillow to listen better. So, and uh, Nolan meets the um, captain of the, what, what is that fucking coalition? Oh, the coalition of uh, planets. Oh, the coalition of the planets. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so he meets Thaddeus and he's like, oh, actually, I'm a Viltrumite, Nolan. And he's like, prove it. Do the, do the Tulak pull. So, yeah. And I, so, so this is. The Tulak pull, I was like, oh, is this like some secret handshake for undercover Viltrumites? But no, it's the move where he rips off his beard. So. Is he actually, does that mean he's actually ripping off his beard or he's wearing a fake beard and he's like, only Viltrumites wear fake beards. Pull it off. Like, because no other Viltrumite that we've ever seen has had a beard. So this implies that it's just, he's ripping out all the beard hair straight from his face and not even reacting to it whatsoever. Because he does say like, yeah, I did it. I proved it to Alan earlier. And I was like, yeah, man, I vouch for him. It happened. But like... No other Viltrumite has ever had the ability to grow a beard that we've seen, so I don't understand how this is a a thing between Viltrumite dudes who are undercover. Yeah, how does this prove it? Like, oh, he just, I'll take my beard off. It's like, oh, fuck, he's a Viltrumite. it was going to be like a cool special handshake that only Viltrumites know? Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's ridiculous. What is this? I don't understand the beard. I need more explanation about the beard thing. And I, I really wish they would go into it more. And I hope they do by the end of the series. That's really all I want to know. It's like, how is this significant? How does that prove anything? But yeah, I like that there's an actual name for it, though. Tolak Pool. Which I think is a good episode title. Yeah. It, I mean, it's even more confusing because it's not like when they send them undercover on planets, like they give them all fake beards to put on anyway. (laughs) I hope they do. So it makes zero fucking sense whatsoever. Like no other Viltrumite has ever had a beard except for this guy's maybe fake beard. It has to be a fake one because he's already got it back the same fucking length. Exactly the same length. Yeah, it's gotta be. Because if he just proved it to Alan like two months ago, you would think it's not quite as long or it's still regrowing. Maybe it like grows back really fast, but only to that length. But then it still doesn't make sense why so he's the only one Ultra with the beard. Man is shaving like three times a day. Then I guess I don't know. Yeah, I need more exp- and explanation. How do, how do the women prove it? I don't know. God damn it, Kermit! You need. Yeah, to explain this doesn't this make shit, sense at all. It's stupid. 
It's pissing me <laughs> off how fucking many gaps there are in this. Yeah. Yeah, it makes no sense. And then, then in this, after that, uh, they're following, we're following um, Nolan and Alan around and they go and collect weaknesses of uh, Viltramites to kill the maybe 50 Viltramites that they have left. And with this knowledge, I think that should be enough for Alan just be like, oh, 50, I can, I can take that. I'll take care of that. Doesn't make sense that they're going through all this shit. Seems like they have plenty of people who are strong enough. Like the people on Earth are able to kill a bunch of versions of Invincible. Yeah, I don't even know how many, but it seemed but easy enough. Mark isn't a purebred. These are 50 remaining purebred Vulgermites. And again, they're all a couple thousand years old. Well, yeah. So no Earthlings going to stand a chance against any of them. Well, but Alan. Oh, Al- well, Alan can't fight in masses. He can only fight one-on-one at a time. Yeah. Otherwise, I they just pin him down and he's fucking captured. Yeah. I like how lame the Space Rider's name is. Oh, yeah. disappointing. Space Ranger in the books. Yeah. I, I like Nolan is explaining that he had to like code everything in the books because he was too scared of who might be reading it someday. So instead of the Space Rider, he just calls him the Space Ranger. Like that's going to throw everyone off in the universe who might have heard of this guy so that they can know about the weapon, but not know who specifically owns it. Yeah. That made no sense either. No, that was, uh, you know, genius. No one will know that guy's name. But he, he says that, like, he left it there in case, like, Mark someday has to be the one to, like, read it and, like, find all this shit. Like, Mark's never going to hear about the space writer. The fuck is he going to figure that out, that it's a code name? I don't know. All right. Any, anything else about this? That's, that's all I had. Okay, go for had? it. Yeah, that was all I had. I didn't, if this, this, uh, this last one, it was kind of... I just didn't have that many notes. It's just them collecting weaknesses mostly and then getting prepared for the Viltramite war or whatever. Well, we flash back to Earth and uh, Marcus comes over to Eve's house for dinner to finally oh, like, sit shit. down and That's meet right. his, her parents. And after dinner, they leave Samantha, who's Adam Eve, and the mom in to do the dishes. And Mark goes out to the patio where the dad is smoking a cigar. And they have this heart-to-heart conversation where he's trying to get to know Mark a little bit better. And he apolog- or he thanks Mark for seeing through Samantha's uh, weaknesses. Um, <laughs> now, her weakness being that she's not a virgin because he once saw her and Rex fucking. Um, but yeah, he's calling that one of her biggest flaws. And he's so thankful for, to Mark for being able to overlook it and still be attracted to her. So... Like, I liked this character every time we had seen him up until this point. Now I'm like, oh, I don't really care much for this guy. So in his fucking mind, he would rather have the most unattractive, gross-looking, like, partner, as long as she's a virgin, than, like, the hottest, like, beauty queen-looking motherfucker ever if she's had sex one time with Rexplode. (laughs) There's, that doesn't add up. That's nonsense. No, yeah, that is. Yeah, that was pretty funny. And then when Mark goes out there on the porch to talk to him when he's smoking his cigar, he's like, oh, don't you want to help with the uh, dishes? He's like, ah, no, the, the, they like doing dishes in they there. They like doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they like that. Which, I mean, you know, not wrong. <laughs> that was pretty this cool. Dude is pure class. Yeah, he really is. Awesome. I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize his, he was that kind of person from what we've seen of him earlier. 
Like that's a seems like a shift. That she like hates him and like he's not as good as you think. But man, I didn't realize like he was like this like insanely sexist, nonsensical, like moronic character. Yeah, that's disappointing to find out. <laughs> I'm fine with this. I'm fine with the oh they like doing the dishes. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, that was that. Yeah, I mean, because of course, but yeah, I I see what you mean. But the one time Rex Blood's dick is inside of you, you're tainted. That's true. Such a creepy, gross conversation to be having with your daughter's boyfriend, too. Really is, yeah. Very inappropriate. Like, afterwards, Mark goes back in, he's on the couch waiting for Eve, and, like, the the face he's making is just so, like, terrified and disgusted. Yeah, he was uh, traumatized by that conversation. All right, so then, like, Mark... So, the last issue, Adam Eve... Opens up like Invincible Incorporated. It's like a subcontractor type of thing where Mark will agree to protect various prisons and power plants around the world in exchange for like money so they could save up and buy a house together so they could stop fucking in front of Debbie. Um, this one character comes off this badass lady girl named Universa and she has a, a power staff that basically she absorbs all the power from this uh, power plant and kind of going to take it back to her planet and it's similar like batman's cow where if anyone else touches it they get shocked and like put down so mark tries to pick it up and like he immediately gets shocked by it and she has this great line that i had to write down uh she says ha 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 this is designed for only for those of us who are the world gods i'm gonna steal that i'm gonna start calling myself dc the world god when you when you when they touch an indian's hat yeah that's where my power (laughs) kicks in yeah. That's my cow right there. Yeah, it is. Or when they try to do the Tulak uh, handshake with <laughs> my beard. Just take your hat off and they're like, oh, yeah, that's Dave. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know I'm truly Bill Tremont. Yeah. Oh, speaking of uh, Indians, I'm going through my shit that's in the basement at my mom's house and like selling it on Facebook Marketplace. And I, and I found a bunch of pogs. Do you, you know pogs, right? Yeah, yeah, I remember those. All right, cool. I found a I found a pog that I had in there with uh, with Chief Wahoo on it. Dude, that's a collector's item. That's They're a pretty no good pog. Indians after this year, and they haven't been using the racist caricature for three years now. Yeah, it's the racist caricature that on the pog. Definitely, oh, wait, a collector's it's like item. the old nineteen fifties. Not caricature? that one, but the 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 one that they still aren't the new version that they aren't using anymore. Yes. Nice. Don't don't sell that one off. Save it for a couple of years and then sell it when it's worth a lot more. What are they going to be called after this year, if not the Indians? I still haven't decided. All right. It's a Is lot it harder be... to name a sports franchise and get it copyrighted so you can sell merchandise than I think they realized when they said that this is the last year of the Indians. <laughs> like, fuck. Why do we do that? Yeah, poor, poor decision making there. It's called the Cleveland team. Are they going to... Um go for a more racist name or a less racist name you think knowing larry dolan or paul dolan it only took us like 80 years to finally change it out of the indian's name so they'll probably go something way more offensive and keep that for a good solid 120 years before they finally realize how offensive it is and change it next year it's going to be the cleveland (laughs) n-words No, it's going to be something of a different kind of like offensive, like oh, okay. something that's probably like anti, like gay, but they don't realize oh. it or don't care enough. Cleveland F slurs. Yeah, like the Cleveland <laughs> like derogatory 
yeah <laughs> term uh yeah that'll yeah. work okay i can't wait to get that hat yeah yeah you're good. that's gonna be a great hat for you that's gonna be an awesome hat to wear <laughs> it's a big f all right anything else about invincible so going back to that werewolf thing okay there's a second werewolf that trains him to be the werewolf or man wolf wolfman i forget what the fuck his name is yeah wolfman of course kind of weird famous wolfman well it's not weird if you would read the wolfman the I astonishing suppose. wolfman zachariah who we saw in that one dr seismic issue he turned out to be a betrayer and he murdered wolfman's wife what a dick what a dick indeed so I can't wait to read up on that and see the big conclusion of that showdown next week. Yeah, me too. They also showed another cat-like creature that looked like Battle Beast, but I don't think it was him. Like, it was just for one panel. He was just kind of, like, looking overhead during, like, one, I, I can't remember if it was during the Conquest battle. I don't know. They showed a lot of different characters in, the, in these issues. Oh, wait, wait. So we didn't even talk about... How during like issue 11 or 12, when Angstrom and Levi returned, Mark was finally going to kill him, for sure kill him. Oh, and yeah. then like he goes on this little like killing spree for a brief time where he's just like, hey, if I can rationalize that this person's going to put someone in danger that I like or even care about a little bit, I'm going to execute him because why not? So yeah, I that's really like that little like mean streak he had going for him for like two issues. And then finally, he like executes uh, the alien, the uh, NASA guy, who was abducted by the Squidards or whatever they're called. Yeah, Sequids. Sequids, yeah. He finally executes their host body. And Robot is super pissed. He's like, dude, that's, that's just a host. It's just a body. He had nothing. He couldn't control it. Fuck that guy. So, yeah, Mark's like, all right, I'll change my costume and go back to good and invincible. Stop killing, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And then that's when Nolan and uh, Alan show up and they're like, hey, we're going to go and kill the remaining uh, Filtramites. Get ready. He's like, oh, shit, I'm scared of what this is going to turn me into. Yep. I can't wait to see what it's going to turn him into. I think it's going to be good. He's going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm excited for next month to read more. Me too. Yeah, I enjoy this book. So we heard what I think and what you think. So let's hear what other people think. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck. We heard the correct opinions. Now we're yeah. going to hear idiots share theirs. We'll hear some wrong ones. Other idiots share right. theirs. Yeah. So here's the first one, which I think was for volume 11. Um, it's three stars. The first completely skippable volume of Invincible. I love Invincible. It's a comic that harkens back to the almost-anything-goes wonder of Silver Age Spidey without ever copying any character or team or storyline. It's well-well, pl- I don't know, I mean, like, you know, Superman, right? Yeah. Very similar to Superman. <laughs> it's well-plotted, well-written, original, and has characters you care about. But this volume is just making time. There are some good character moments with Eve and with Kid Omni-Man, but nothing we haven't seen before. A lot of the volume is taken up with a crossover featuring another of Kirkman's creations, the Astounding Wolfman. That digression is fine for what it is, but none of the individual issues featured in this trade paperback advance the larger plot one iota, then in parentheses, well, maybe one iota, The crossover smacks of a cash grab akin to the Big Two, 
where they have foil-covered mini-part epics featuring everybody and their dogs and absolutely no change to the status quo. I'm not saying don't get this book, especially if you've gotten every other, but just be aware, it's a comparative hollow experience held against previous uh, volumes. All right, long one. So this guy didn't like it. So what do you think? Do you agree? I apologize. I didn't pay that close of attention. I was trying to find a book. Okay. (laughs) I wholeheartedly disagree. Pick it up immediately. It's a must-have. Must-have book. I I heard something about a dog. What was that? Said everybody and their dogs are involved in the crossover. Just like in Marvel and DC. Nobody's house pets. (laughs) Yeah, there were no dogs in this. Not enough dogs, actually. Yeah, if there were more dogs in this, you'd get a higher grade, obviously. (laughs) All right, here's another one. Um, Think also, volume 11. Three stars. Love the book and Anne series itself. But I do warn, if you buy used, and it says good, expect more like okay or passable. So yeah, don't don't buy used, I guess. Hmm, that's a shame. Yeah. Another three-star one. A variety of storylines, but still entertaining. This volume includes a time travel story, a chapter about Alan the Alien and Mark's father, stories about Mark and Eve's relationships and his or relationship and his growing conflict with Cecil and the Guardians of the Globe. 11 volumes in and it's all getting a bit tiresome, so I'm taking a break from Invincible for a while, although I've another 5 volumes to get through. I'm looking for more originality and less dramatic fight scenes. So, I guess this guy didn't like it. I will say, like, when they brought back the squitters. Yeah, like, it, I don't care right about before, those. Right before uh, uh, what, Universa, mm-hmm. they were they seemed to just be going through, like, the same three or four bad guys. And that was yeah. kind of getting old. But then they introduced Universa, and I was like, oh, this could be an awesome new character. And then it kind of immediately took her out in the first battle. So, I don't think she's going to be a major player going forward. But... I do kind of want more filler bad guys. I, I like those fights. Yeah, they they keep um they kept mentioning the uh, elephant man. Oh, in this fuck. Too. that was the other note I had. This is a great a great recurring gag now. Yeah, where everyone will ask Mark if he's ever heard of or ever fought the elephant, and he keeps saying, "Eh, I don't know. Doesn't sound familiar." But like, if you go back to when he uh, tells his identity to amber he explains that elephant was his first villain that he fought one-on-one by himself (laughs) so now he's not even remembering him and he does that to oliver and i can't remember who the other people were that asked him about him but oh my god i fucking love that new running gag they're doing yeah that's pretty good but but yeah like the sequid guy i hope he doesn't come back because like i kind of don't care about that one i'm very bored of that um angstrom levi though uh, uh, he can come back because like that dimension hopping thing that he's doing it's he can always do something interesting but the the sequid thing it's like all right they're i don't care about that oh they're absolutely coming back because it looked like rex robot was uh infected by one of them even though he punched in the shower may have killed it probably not though yeah i'm wondering what that's all about because he's just like okay we're good now it's a safe bet that it's probably didn't kill him off wholeheartedly might be more interesting if it's taking over uh, Rex, though. Yeah, that's a lot more dangerous, I think. Yeah, it might, that might shake things up with that character a little bit. But yeah, I mean, just kind of cycling through the same bad guys. 
Okay, here's another one. I think this was volume. Oh, this is still volume 11. All right, so this one is five stars, another great volume. And the uh, description just says volume 11. So there you have it. And uh, I had one more. Um, this was a volume. This was from volume 13. I don't have any from volume 12 because they were all, every review was saying like, oh, I can't believe this is the end of, of Invincible. It's like, well, no, it's not. What are you talking about? They're like, oh my God, I literally cried because this is the end. What a great character. It was like a whole send-off thing. It's like, well, what do you mean? I'm, I mean, and I made sure it was volume 12, not like compendium 12 or something like that. But yeah, I mean, I double-checked. I don't understand why people were saying that about that. So anyway, I didn't, yeah, I didn't last, grab any of those. Last time we did one of these, you thought it took a brief like break. Yeah. And that was why they did all the recapping in the one issue. Right. But so that's super weird. It is really weird. I think there must be some sort of mistake on Amazon or something. Um, but anyway, so this is from volume 13. And I just have one review, but it's longer. So it's five stars. Love the new character design. Gosh, so many unexpected things happen from issue to issue in this. Invincible's world is just getting so complicated on a personal and professional level. As always, great storytelling from Kirkman and amazing art from Ryan Otley. Sadly, Ryan didn't illustrate all of this volume. Issues 66 and 67 were drawn by someone else who was very talented, but just paled in comparison to Ryan Otley. The funny thing about those two issues were that they were pretty stellar filler issues, not sarcasm. I'm not sure if they are super important and necessary to the future of Invincible, but they sure didn't seem like it. Regardless, I still really enjoyed these issues. In addition to something crazy that happened to Eve, and in parentheses, he has like five exclamation points, so he's very excited oh. about that. Yeah, we forgot to mention that she got pregnant. Oh, yeah, and she's pregnant too, yeah. But um, I thought she, I think he's talking about the tits. Oh. The, the other surprise, uh, Pleasant... Is that Mark's that's, little brother? I think, brother. That's the tits, the <laughs> I think they're both about the tits, like one tit and then the other tit. <laughs> Mark's little brother Oliver gets a little sprucing up. I really like his new older character design. He goes from a blue boy to a young, normal-looking teenager. If you haven't read this yet, it seems like a big change, but it perfectly, but it's perfectly explained in one of the issues. Um, I don't know why he's saying that, but I think he's talking about the tits. So yeah, sometimes spontaneous changes with two perfect explanations irritate me, but not this one. Totally acceptable. So yeah, definitely talking about the tits in that one. So this guy's really into the tits. He brings it up like three or four times as you heard. It's cool. Big fan of the new boobs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all are. We all like that new character design. That's uh, that's all the reviews I have then. So read it, look at Adam Eve's new big tits that she made for herself, and uh, keep reading Invincible, I suppose, because we will. Oh, yeah, another huge thing that we didn't mention at all. Yeah. Our robot finally figured out how to help Monster Girl, so she oh, has yeah. a cool belt now that prevents her, like, copies her DNA structure before changing, and then, like, it'll replicate it, so she stops aging in reverse. That's nice. That was cool. Yeah. Finally. Been talking about it for like eight volumes. 
it's not a simple process. Otherwise, you would have like <laughs> figured it out instantly. I don't know. Fix here. I think they've been going. They've he's been uh, stringing her along with that. It's like the the carrot on the end of the stick. Because he only told her when he was when she was like, you know, oh, fuck you, robot. Like you're an asshole. And then he's like, oh, uh, I have the solution to your thing. So he only like told her about it because she got mad at him. So he's, I think he's manipulating Monster Girl. Yeah, but it works. It does work. Yeah, he really wants to bang that lady who is in a child's body. But I guess he's in a child's body too. Well, yeah, but okay. I don't know. I don't know how how inappropriate is this actually on a scale of one to ten? It's like two adults that are both in child's bodies that want to bang. Is this pedophilia? Is this right. I don't know. I mean, they're adults. They are adults, but they're in but kids' bodies. They don't show the shit in the child's... Ew. <laughs> Can they show it? Be- just big monster girl and monster form. Yeah, please, yeah. That's, if, if it's going to come to that. You know, that's probably the safest thing to do. Yeah. Everything else makes me very uneasy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's Invincible, volume 11, 12, and 13. So what do you want to read for next week? I'm trying to find, I don't see it as like a collective volume, but I was okay. going to pick the Astonishing Wolfman to re- continue reading that fun story. Oh, fuck. Okay. So I think it's just going to be issues 20 through 25. I don't know if that's maybe like volume <laughs> four was as far up as I could find, but I couldn't get it to tell me specifically the issue numbers included in that volume. Well, I think that, didn't it say it was the story of with Invincible is continued in issue 11 of astounding wolfman i think it might i don't want to read that. on from that point oh okay just okay. i want to read on the conclusion of that showdown okay between him and zechariah all right so volume four ish okay we'll figure it out all right i i have two i can't decide between so i'm just going to read you the titles and have you pick one um the first one is king in black and the second one is black terror which one do you no, think? King sounds and Black, better? I know exactly what that is. That's the non shit and all the damage <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I, fucking Venom symbiote. I was stuff. hoping you'd pick that one just because. No, I'm very uh, much aware fuck. of what that nonsense okay. is. Thank okay. you. <laughs> so the other one? What was the other one? Black Terror. Yeah, that sounds awesome. All right. Black Terror then. Uh, it's called Black Terror Dark Years. They, Marvel even <laughs> did like a bunch of like spinoff shit where there was like X Men. Yeah. King and Black stories and like I saw oh, that. Fuck. They try to make it like a giant fucking crossover. It's an, it's an event, Dave. It's a comic book event. It sure is. Yeah. Just like those the War of uh, the Realms or whatever that awful Thor tie-in one was that we read last time. Oh uh, yeah, that was a good one. That sucked. Wasn't that one also <laughs> by Jason Aaron? I think this is a Jason Aaron one as well. Um this is a Donnie Cates one. Oh, okay. I forgot about him. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I'm kind of. I wanted to bring that in just because I know that you don't want to read it, but I don't want to read it either. So, all right. But his name's Donnie. If, so, like, if you pick out the X Men version of whatever this shitty event is, I'll read that. I guess. All right. I don't want to read like spider centered stories. I only want to read Null, uh, but I, I just want to read Null-centered stories. Null I mean, the Null's at the heart soul of this entire event. He <laughs> so is just the read it all. Black. Let's read it all, the whole thing. Let's read the complete, yeah, the entire collection. Oh, fuck. That'll be like 800 stories. That's yeah, it will shit. be. Yeah. 
And what were we watching? Oh, fuck. Uh, Swamp Thing, right? Awesome. Hey, uh, which one? Okay, so the one that's called Swamp Thing, the series, it looks like it's more mid-90s. Okay. Uh, the other one is just called Swamp Thing 1991, and it is very clearly early 90s. All right, so you want to do 1991 then? Sure. All right, Swamp Thing 1991. Follow me on the internet at Donnie Ohm. At Dude the God. Follow us at Giraffes HPT Pod on Facebook and Twitter. Go to patreon.com slash giraffes have black tongues. And go to soundcloud.com slash DJ Von Meer for the music. See you guys next week. Bye. telling you about like that shitty little like on my phone only like baseball card collecting thing i was doing oh yeah so there's a a marvel trading card one that's similar to it that i also was doing around that time and that's why i immediately knew what the king in black was because i had like an entire Uh, card set based on that series thwarted by the digital trading card game (laughs) damn it (laughs) that's right that's right damn it that thing is finally paying off for me. Yeah, it really is. There's some movie on Netflix that came out called Fear Street, which is like there's a new movie every week for three weeks, but just continuing it all, which is nice. You just, you know, get through the movies, but it's very Are weird. It related takes... or is it? Oh, yeah, like yeah. Part one, part two, part three. Part one, part two, part three. All related. How how long is it if it's doing it that way? That's weird. So it was like, like it was like hour forty seven minutes for the first one only part one was out so yeah it's long in total this is like a six hour fucking movie yeah jesus weird right but it's called fear street and it's um takes place in 1994 and it's very weird like everybody every character acts completely insane it's it's very strange it's it's Cause like they're on a school bus and everyone's like shouting and jumping around and dr- dressing weird and shit and like uh, chanting and just like as she's walking slowly to the back of the bus, the main character. Um, it, every it's like it takes place in an insane asylum. It's crazy. Hmm. Yeah, all the '90s references. They oh they they also like they so in the beginning of this in the first 15 minutes they have to like shoehorn in as much like early '90s songs as they can. Um, just like so they're jumping from character to character and just like playing a different shitty song to go along with whatever the fuck they're doing it's just from the 90s it's like oh wow cool they're playing uh that cool rob zombie fuck yeah wait rob zombie's not from the early 90s no oh, they're say that according to this movie he is, back then oh no he's doing the more human than human isn't that rob zombie that's white zombie oh okay well white zombie oh. then yeah so it's fun they're playing a bunch of shit from there so you can watch that and enjoy all the shitty 90s music. That was awesome. That's cool. I'll watch it just to hear those and then turn it off. Yeah.